This episode is brought to you by The Rival Collection. The Rival Collection is a men's premium quality apparel brand. They emphasize the word premium because they construct and print all of their pieces out of San Francisco, California. Rival delivers their orders in awesome packaging with added goodies. They work great for the holidays as gifts because of the wrapping. You could tell the folks at the Rival Collection really care about the whole unboxing experience, which I think is something that's just not done for men's apparel brands. Do me a favor, go to therivalcollection.com, tell them I sent you, use the code, use the discount code GARAGECAST at checkout for 20% off of your total order. All right, look folks, now that I've read that, Rival Collection's pretty slick, man. Uh, they got a new, a new uh, fitness, fitness line coming here, uh, June 2nd, debuting. Rival Active. It's going to come out June 2nd, man. So uh, go check those guys out on Facebook, Instagram at uh, The Rival Collection. Use discount code GarageCast at checkout for 20% off. How about that? Look, they got glasses, they got hats, they got t-shirts, they have anything you want. Go go to TheRivalCollection.com. I said it again, TheRivalCollection.com. Use discount code GarageCast for 20% off your order. And that's it. Yo, what is going on? Welcome back to the Garage Cast. Speaking of that, speaking of welcome back to the Garage Cast, I did, I know it's been a while. If you listen to this, you know why. Anyway, can I tell you this? Just, just for, you know, why not? I went on Twitter and I typed in the hashtag Garage Cast, and I think I may have spoken about this before. Uh, there's quite a few garage casts out there. I'm thinking about changing the name of this daggone podcast to, you know, just something else. Because there were, uh, there were quite a few other, they're often imitated, never duplicated, right? Because I'm, I'm mine. Mine is the best. But I will tell you this, some of the other uh, shows of the same name, uh, they, they haven't uploaded in a while, man. So, I don't know, is that the, is that the garage cast? curse or what because i'm having uh i'm not having trouble uploading it's just right now what i do for a living kind of kind of renders me uh i'm subject to the schedule you know but yeah man i saw that so i'm, I'm thinking about changing the name if you got a name if you think i should change it to uh if you have a name you think i should change it to let me know what's going on man because there's nothing wrong with garage cast and how it started um, was fine. It, it made complete sense, but now that it's out there, and I'm not some uh, ultra famous person, my garage cast is not going to dominate. Uh, dominate all of the. Uh, it's not going to dominate unless you guys go to iTunes, start rating it. Uh, you know, retweet, send me questions. You guys have to really uh, push push the product to say it's better than the rest of them. You know, so I mean that's just a thought, but yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, I was thinking about that today. I was looking through the uh, stinking uh, hashtags. Anyway, look, man, I've been gone for a while, but I'm back. So check this out. I know it's old news, but I got to talk about this real quick. It's, it's not going to be real quick. Nothing I do or say is real quick. 
But check this out, man. You had these fools, these fools. You got these, you got people blaming the stinking airline. This uh, United, I think it was. Yeah, these people blaming United for uh, for one. Yeah, hey man, if you're gonna if you got 600 seats, don't book 620. First of all, but I understand the businesses are greedy and every airline does it right. But look, man, don't get upset with uh, uh, the airline for dragging somebody off the freaking plane. Let's get this straight, folks. That's the TSA. Unless the TSA let. Uh, the uh, sheriff or city police officers on that plane. So before you flip out, oh my God, it's, it's so wrong. Before you flip out thinking that United or whatever freaking uh, company, whatever plane, what is it called? Whatever, uh, whatever plane company it is, United, Delta, Continental, whatever, it's not specifically them literally, uh, literally dragging people through the, uh, through the, <laughs> through the aisleway. It's not them, it's the TSA. And if I can say something, we can all band together against the TSA. Can we do that? Because come on, man. If it, the TSA, I mean, they have a job to do. Everybody has a job to do, right? It's fine. But they, the hiring process, for the, the hiring process for the TSA had to have been, and there might be TSA. I don't, I don't even know who's listening to this, first of all. Nobody sends a tweet. Nobody goes to the Facebook page. Nobody does anything. No, I get zero interaction. But anyway, so I'm going to say this. The TSA, the hiring process must have been a, a up for grabs. Everybody gets hired. Zero interview. Because I've seen, I've seen, of course, it's going to be this, uh, is a cross section of uh, society. I get that, but man, can I tell it? I think the issue is, at least me, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the TSA, the this version of the TSA, because there were always people, uh, um, you know, there were always people at the security checkpoint, you know, with the metal detectors. There were always those guys. They were they were always there. But this, I'm seeing this version of the TSA from infancy, infancy. And man, some of the stuff I see, I don't fly that much. But when I fly, it, it doesn't make sense, man. Hey, I went through once. This is, this is a crap story, right? But I went through once and had water in my bottle. Forgot it. Can I stay hydrated? Can I have, can I have fluid for my body? 89% water. Can I have some water, right? So I go through, I go through, they scan my joint, they scan my water, or scan my, my bottle, has water in it. The man says, all right, you, uh, you have to, here's the, here's the kicker. The, what upsets me about it, you either have to pour it out or you have to drink it. But either way, you have to go back through the screening process again. That doesn't make sense to me. Now, if I drink it, I should be able to go through. Now, if I have to get out of line, because I'm already at the check, shoes off, laptop out, bag off my back, family's on the other side. I feel like it's daggone Schindler's List. Family's on the other side, on the other side of the Berlin Wall. They are in the jumpsuits, or not in the jumpsuits. I'm on the other side going just, you can't just let me through. I mean, you saw me drink this right here. You can't, I can't just knock this 20 ounces out. 
use the bathroom three minutes from now, but I can't knock this 20 ounces out and just mosey on about my business. I got my babies over there. I, I can't, I got to go back. They made me go out, get back in line, and do the whole thing over again. As if I were being, as if there was some remedial training. Hey, man, it's water. How is it? That's the level of TSA we have. Not to say that the person wasn't following their orders or the rules or whatever it is. But come on, man. Can there be some understanding? Now, what, what's the difference? I have, a tw- I have 20 ounces of water in my stinking jug, right? But I can take a baby. Oh, I, can, I could have went on with my baby girl and had 17 bottles of three-ounce liquid or whatever the freaking thing is. It equates to what I had in one bottle. Now, what the heck is the difference Especially if I drink it. Come on, man. Why can't I just drink the stinking water and go through? The TSA, the TSA, they need to tighten it up. That's all I'm saying. They need to tighten it up on some of these regulations. And then they kind of, and I understand it's us versus them. It's us versus them. It's a, it's a mentality that's, uh, that's, that can be developed when you're in a uh, position of authority, police officers, even security guards, I mean, any sort of, even managers at uh, fast food restaurants, anywhere, you know, if you're in a position of authority, it's kind of, it can develop into a us against them mentality. But sometimes the way they talk to people is, it's, it's almost as if they're uh, herding cattle, you know, they're just spitting out, you know, take your shoes out, they're spitting out this, uh, almost this memorized, this this chant, just take your shoes out, no jacket, open your laptop, take it out. It's just over and over and over again, and that's the one thing. It's that's the one thing that bothers me. It's one thing if you do your job and you're meticulous about it, fine. But speak to people like they're humans, because the second that they're not spoken to as humans, they feel disrespected. But no one ever goes, "Well, I'm doing it now." But no one ever says, "Uh, want to try my shoes on? Shoes on the other foot." It's completely different. That's my gripe. But anyway, that, back to the stinking the guys that getting the guys are getting pulled off the freaking airline. They, they've airlines have been overbooking flights at least for the fifteen years that I've been flying. Every single time I go to get get on a flight, every at least well I usually connect. I usually connect once, so I fly to wherever I'm flying to. Fly where I'll leave one state. Land in another one, hop on from that plane, from that from a different state, and go to where the heck I'm going. One of those two flights, it always comes up. It always comes up. Hey, uh, anyone boarding flight seven nineteen to Denver, uh, if you want to give up your seat for a voucher, every single time, which tells me they're always overbooking these flights. Now, what I don't understand, and it's all it could be me. Well, it is me. It's me talking because I don't have a guest here, so I'm talking to myself or whoever's listening to this. You're already, and I'm not saying only have half the plane fill. That's silly. That's that's silly talk. But what I am saying is, you've already made your profit. How close to full, or how far do you want to exceed full? I mean, 300 seats. You should. I, pers- I mean, I'm, that's why I don't have a freaking airline business, right? I would probably book 298, you know, definitively sold 298 tickets. Why? Because you'll have people, to, uh, 
people to get bumped from other flights or miss their flight or whatever. And that's how you get those. That's how you fill those seats because those tickets, those flights are already paid for tenfold, by the way. How is it that uh, plane tickets are $8,000 nowadays? I mean, it's all relative with inflation, right? But they're ridiculously. How is it that a first class ticket is twice as much as a coach ticket? The gas is the same. The services, okay, you get bananas in first class, bigger seats. Are those bigger seats costing the airline twice as much as a coach seat? If so, it kind of makes me think, why am I? And then, and then have the audacity, these airlines have the audacity to charge you a luggage fee. Hey, man, hey, you knew I was flying, right? Because when I hit enter on the computer, on Travelocity, I hit enter and I booked the flight. That at that moment, I said yes, I'm flying on your airline. Why wouldn't I have a bag? And that's why now you'll see you'll see these people with these these uh these just these grab bags trying to stuff them into the overhead bin. Oh, guess what? It doesn't fit in the overhead bin. Now we have to check it. So they kind of found a loophole, just having them. I guess, I don't know how that works, checking it at the entrance of the plane. Yeah, hey, we're full in the overhead. But my point, you're going to charge me for wanting to have clean underwear when I get to wherever I'm going? You're going to charge me $25? That's ridiculous. If I, can, if I can say, out of all rules for a plane, after all fees on a plane, that right there is a shit rule. That's a shit fee if I ever. You're going to, you know I'm flying from this place to that place, whether it's business or pleasure. I'm going to bring at least one bag. I want to have clean underwear and socks. And I may want to brush my teeth. I may want to put on a new set of clothes. You're going to charge me because I want to bring that with me? Vice Get, what am I, going to Vegas? Well, I'm just going to just fly there with nothing. Uh, uh, go to the Bellagio, Ocean 13 style. Ocean, well, Ocean 11 style. Go to the Bellagio. Get, get uh, 10 more guys together. Do a heist. Walk out with $300 million a apiece. That's what you want me to do? All right. Fine. That, what, let me get 10 other guys. So it can be Hawkers 11. That's what I want to do. That's, that's what the airline is telling me to do. When they say we're going to charge you $25, <clears throat> excuse me, $25 for a bag or whatever, and oh, it's heavy, it's 75 bucks or whatever it is. It's ridiculous, man. Goodness, man, that bothers me. That bothers me. Not a lot, but a lot. I know it didn't make sense, but it does. Yeah, man, so back off the airlines as far as who these people getting drug out that's the tsa man the, the now the the overbooking of the flight that's 100 percent the airline but the stinking snatching these guys out of their seats and all that that's the tsa so if you can ban against the tsa because uh, as far as i know they haven't uh yeah they haven't caught anybody or anything in quite a while it's actually the passengers have caught more have foiled more foiled more hijackings and or weapons on a plane uh, than, than the TSA. Just for the record, I don't have any stats with me because I don't have an engineer or anybody. It's just me.
But yeah, man, that's ridiculous. Freaking y'all get mad at those boys. The, t- the daggone uh, uh uh what do you call it? the waiter in the sky? The flight the flight attendant. They haven't done anything. They're just standing by. TSA dragged those boys off. The flight attendant didn't do it. Pilot didn't do it. The aircraft, the airline didn't do it. Only thing the airline did. Here's, this is what should have happened. Hey, uh, anybody want to uh, give up? I, for the record, I never give up my seat. There's a reason I'm flying out at 0600 to get to my stinking destination by 12 or 1 o'clock. Is I need to be on that schedule. That's that's why I bought the ticket. When I click yes, yeah, enter. Are you sure? Yeah, do you want insurance? No, I don't want insurance. When I do that on Travelocity or wherever I go, that tells the airline I want to leave at six o'clock. Transfer in Minneapolis, Minneapolis to destination by one o'clock. That's what it tells. Why would I do that? Why would I get a ticket? Get to the airport. Get to the airport, mind you, and I think most of us are like that. Get to the airport without a car. It's not as if I, I just drive to the airport, leave my car in long-term parking, $87 a day, right? Get, get out of here with that. It, that. Why does it cost so much to park your car? It, it, it should be 25 bucks, maybe. I've seen some expensive stuff. It's 25 bucks a day. Get out of here. Give me a weekly and don't just multiply it times seven times seven don't multiply it by seven give me a weekly rate if i'm gonna leave my car that's ridiculous man i've done that i've done that once switching cars i drive a car there the person that's coming back to the state has the keys so the car is there one or two days but it lets them get off the plane get on the bus or shuttle or whatever it is Get to the long-term park and hop in the car and go home. They don't have to wait for a cab. They don't have to do anything. I've done that before. But you got to be crazy. $25 a freaking day. Why is that so expensive? That's expensive, but I can go to the cell phone lot and just sit there for four days for free. Hey, I'm using my phone. Yeah, sir, you've been here for uh, two days already. It's a long conversation. Well, I, I understand that, sir, but it uh, looks like you're – you're trying to uh, trying to work the system here. It's a long conversation. I don't want to get a ticket for driving while talking on my cell phone. I do not have a vehicle that's after that was made after 2001, so I don't have this Bluetooth technology. I'm on the phone. See, that's what I think. That's the that's the uh, loophole. I could probably pay somebody to sit in my car in the cell phone parking lot and uh, kind of circumvent that that $25 fee per day ridiculous freaking too many fees man does jet fuel cost that much man anyway hey guys don't be mad at the stinking airlines except for them overbooking because that that is kind of ridiculous everything else be be upset with the tsa all right man if you didn't know now you know still hot in bahrain how about that 102 today. At night, it's not bad. At night, it's actually not bad. If it weren't for the uh, the dirty air, it wouldn't be bad in Bahrain. But it's just where we are, where we are, where I am. It's just, it's there's nothing. There's nothing to. It, it feels like there's nothing to do. And I also think uh, because of uh, because of how the 
cities are built up, how their cities are built, they uh, it just seems so cramped. You know what I mean? It's just it. It's not a good feeling. If it'd be different if because I've been to uh, it's if why do I keep talking? Keep talking like that. I've been to Florida before, right? Tampa, I've been to Miami, and it's not as bad. And it is hot, but it's not as bad. You want to go to the store? I'll just go over to the store. Here, you want to go to the store? You, yeah, you, you have to get an Uber or just drive around people that I don't want to say they don't know how to drive. Because a lot of, man, I want to say, man, it has to be freaking, it has to be 80%. I want to say 80%, 80 to 90% of the drivers here are all immigrants. I mean, think about that. The whole where we are, right? Where I am. The whole freaking city is immigrants. Just about. I mean, you'll rarely see a, uh, I guess, a Bahraini. You'll rarely see that. It's all immigrants. But yeah, man, it wasn't that, wasn't that bad today. But oh yeah, but at night, man, at night is actually pretty nice. The weather anyway. It's not. It's cold by comparison, but it's probably psh, it's probably eighty degrees out there tonight, man. And yeah, yeah. Freak, I'm talking about the temperature on my podcast. This is ridiculous. Anyway, you guys heard that uh, that uh, sponsorship promo? Literally took me eleven and a half to more than eleven. I started the. I started recording over eleven times. And quite a few times I recorded multiple takes, if you will, on uh, on one track. This is ridiculous. Maybe I should just memorize a freaking read. Maybe that, that'll be easier. How about that? Or if you guys just start going to uh, Rival Collection using my discount code, I won't have to keep telling you guys. You guys can uh, tweet at me at The Garage Cast or Armand Hawker, whichever one. You go, oh, man, thanks for that code. I got 20% off. I got me some fresh shades and a fresh shirt. And, man, my man's had beanies, too. You have to hit him up at the Rival Collection. But, yeah, man, it took me forever to, uh, took me forever to uh, record that. Man, I, got, I bought this freaking the pop filter. It's so awkward. I keep hitting it. Yeah, man. Uh, freaking air, airlines. They're they're they are a trip. It's so bad. I I'm, I'm done talking about airlines. I feel sorry for the stewardess because even so, you have the the I guess maybe in the eighties, seventies, the you had in the airport that could sell you tickets. And I assume you can still do that, but the you know the internet is taking over a lot of those sales. People just show up. That's it. But you had people there that could actually sell you a ticket for a flight. So then, and they did, they, they sold you tickets. They, they, uh, they weighed your bag and, and, and what do you call it, tagging it. They did all this stuff for your destination. Now they have the kiosk, right? So they got rid of six people. They have two people working behind the counter. And one of those two is issuing, is, is showing you how... <laughs> Showing you how to use the thing that put them out of a job, or it's putting them out of a job. So with the the flight attendants, man, I feel sorry for them because I've been on quite a few flights where the uh, 
their brief, their explanation of, first of all, how to put on a seatbelt. I already got my seatbelt on, man. And then I put my seatbelt on. You check it, and then you tell me how to put my seatbelt on. We're in a strange place, some kind of bizarre world where the, we issue, we instruct backwards. <laughs> we instruct backwardsly. Put your seatbelt on. Walk through the cabin. See if people have their seatbelt on. Then stand up there and show people how to put their seatbelt on, how to fasten their seatbelt and release it. That's what world we're living in. We're living in bizarro Atlanta. That's what we're living in. Do it, and then I'll instruct you how to do it. Anyway, yeah, so the 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 uh, the flight attendants are up there. It bothers me because a lot of times, especially on the uh, smaller planes, they're just standing there just trying to look employed, I guess. Just arms crossed, just standing there. The only thing they're going to be used for is the evacuation. But I like to say, well, I don't like to say, evacuation is pretty, it's not, it's not easy. But that's, it's so twisted because they're just getting worked out of jobs. I do like the fact that, how does that work? If, oh yeah, some of those planes have internet. They don't carry cash, so uh, you use your card up there, which is not bad. So now the flight attendant doesn't have to know how to do math. All they have to do is carry around a little box like they're at McDonald's in Japan. McDonald's in Japan will walk around, take your order in line, and you can pay in line. And by the time you get up you know, to the cash register uh, counter area, your food's ready. Pretty ingenious. But yeah, man, stewardesses. So that's what happened. They hire more TSA people and they're putting stewardesses and checkout or uh, the counter people out of work. Ridiculous, man. Hey, did you guys, did you guys see this? Check this out. This is one thing that I don't mess with. And that's something else uh, in its environment. So this girl, I think it was, it was Canada, Canada. Was it a sea lion? Girl playing with sea lion. Yeah, Okay. I've seen orcas play with that on sea lions. Official, an official at the port where the girl was snatched by a sea lion blames her parents. You daggone right, man. Just like my man's Harambe. Blame the parents. Check this out. I mean, if it's on the freaking internet, it's 2017. So this girl is at this water park or something, someplace. She's at some place where we as humans capture wild animals and put them somewhere in clothes and say, oh, that's cute. Let's go pay. 50 bucks to go see them anyway um yeah this freaking girl and not this i saw this uh i saw this a couple days ago now and i saw it when it, it, it saw i saw the sea line and went oh the sea line when are they gonna are they gonna give a fish or whatever and then i see the girl sit down and that's what i'm talking about i don't mess with things in their environment and this goes for people too if i'm in the wrong neighborhood whether it be rich or poor I don't mess with those things in their environment. They have the upper hand. So you're telling me that nothing in the, don't, don't blame the kid. It's not the kid's fault. It's the kid. They're dumb. They don't know anything yet. They don't have any experience. I guarantee you this, uh, that little girl's not going to sit on a freaking uh, wall again where a sea lion, sea lions are six feet tall or long, I guess it'd be. 
that little thing jumped up, snatched her <laughs> in her romper, snatched her into the water, and was just going to have a ball with her, man. And then the parents were like, oh, my gosh, all the, the kid's gone. Well, yeah. I don't think, I don't think people understand or respect uh, waterborne uh, just, just animals. I mean, a fish isn't so much, right, unless it's a piranha. That's the only time people get scared. But look at a shark or an octopus or a sea lion where those things are in their environment. And what you see what the sea lion did. The sea lion can't go on land. The sea lion said, oh, you want to play a game? It was like Jigsaw. You want to play a game? We're going to play you get in the water with me when I want you in the water with me. And then we're going to see how long you can survive. If you don't survive for that long, that's an easy little meal. Let's snatch you up. I'll snatch you up, gobble, gobble, like a turkey, but I'm not a turkey because I'm a sea lion. But you're going to be some num-nums for me and the kids, you know, back at the house because I'm going to drag you in out of nowhere. You, your romper, your your pink daggone flip-flops. Oh, guess what? Your parents are paying attention because they're horrible parents. Yeah, I got you, fam. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, man. I don't understand people, and I don't want to. I don't want you to. I don't want you. I don't want parents to be um, overprotective. But if you're around things like that, what were what were their parents doing? I swear, if their parents were on the freaking cell phone or taking some Nikon and Canon still photography, and not watching their daughter, who you would think is their precious little being, because they actually took her outside, or being seen in public with her. Why? How'd they let it happen? I just don't get it, man. And people are so shocked. Yeah, man. You you play you play with the bull, you get the horns. You go around this, this freaking pop filter. So uh, it sounds amazing. I sound like a million bucks right now with that kid's bothering me. I'm gonna have to glue it somewhere but yeah man those parents that's crazy talk crazy talk hey babe how about you just sit down there on the uh on the little wall there and uh hey, don't don't worry about the sea lion the sea lion which is who is blatantly within uh striking distance if you will hey, don't, don't worry about the sea lion now nah, you're good you're good I'm trying to find this thing sea lion <laughs> Just typing it. Yeah, see why. Yeah, man. Sea line attacks. I don't know about attacks, but definitely try to snatch your little ass up. Crazy, man. See what and this is this is the 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 backwards backwardsness. Oh yeah, it's all fun and games. To that literal beast, oh, just snatches you in. Oh man, it snatched her in with no, with zero effort. It's like, oh, I just got to go up here and grab that dress that's hanging off the side. Easy day, and then not paddle my little feet to stay floating. I just go up, snatch her. Let gravity do its thing, and I got me a little meal. Snacky, snacky. So you know what would happen 
is, and I don't understand it, that sea lion snatches the girl, bites the girl, does whatever. People will just scream and hoot and holler, we have to go kill that sea lion. And at that point, not to pull the racial card, at that point, I think they're going after any sea lion as long as that thing looks like a sea lion. They do the same thing with bear, and they'll do the same thing with all these animals out here. You, the human goes in their environment where the human doesn't belong. The wild animal defends their territory or their space because who the heck, who are we to say we are or are, are or shoot, who is to say that we are or are not invading a wild animal space? I mean, look at this sea lion. The sea lion has a freaking boat in his living room for all we know. But it's okay. Yeah, it's just a boat. Yeah, it doesn't bother him. Nah, man. Maybe that boat was the one thing that pushed the uh, sea lion over. But humans will encroach on wild animals' territory. The wild animal defends themselves, bites the, uh, bites the human, scratches the human, whatever it is. Then there's an all-out, and it just bothers me, there's an all-out manhunt for, I guess, that animal. Like there's one of that, that it's, what is it, a Sasquatch? There's only one of that animal? And I've heard people say that, well, that animal's not scared of humans anymore. You know why? Because he understands, that animal now understands, oh, you're just a fleshy little toy, and I'm going to just do what I want to do with you. That's why. But the point is, don't go in their freaking habitat. Don't stay away from it. Oh, we have to coexist. No, you don't. No, 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 no. No, you don't. Not like that. You can you can let hunters hunt and use their bows and their rifles and shoot a moose and then share it. You don't we don't have to go out there and record the streams and the salmon going upstream and the bear. No, no, no. Because as soon as that bear says, What are you doing here? Just straight biff tannin. What are you doing here? You know? And then attacks a human. We gotta go kill. We have to go kill freaking Yogi. Oh, no, nah, man, that's not how it should be. But that's how it is. And people will defend it. Oh, we gotta kill him. No, you don't. You shouldn't have been there. You shouldn't. Oh, excuse me. You shouldn't have been there. Sorry about the yawn. This is a late podcast. About oh man, it's after midnight. Oh man, I'm staying up after midnight. Yeah, this is a late podcast. A late for the week. But also, a late, a late. It's my new thing right there. Uh, yes, it's it's a late. This is a late uh, episode, man. I'm up pretty late recording for you guys. But yeah, man, just wanted to get back on the uh, get back on the horn. Let me know if you guys think that I should change the name of this podcast from the Garage Cast to the uh, the Ren and Stimpy Show. No, I think that I think that show's already been invented. It's already run its course. But, yeah, I'm looking at these hashtags, man, on Twitter. I'm just going, ah, maybe I should uh, maybe I should change it up. But something more definitive, just, you know, the Armand Hawker show or, you know, something. You know, something different. Because I didn't really recognize or realize that the Garage Cast was such a used, um, such a used name for podcasting. You know, you you always you'll hear the uh, so and so show or something very specific to what they do. I mean, I could I wouldn't want to do that. Just go, you know, the the, the sailors' hour. So you know, I just 
that's just way too specific, and I feel like it would uh, it would almost pigeonhole me. And as far as being marketable, as if the Garage Cast is marketable, but yeah, man, I think I think there's a uh, about four four total Garage Cast uh, podcasts out there. Yeah, man, let me know. Let me know what you think. Should I uh, should I should I change should I change the uh, name of the podcast or what? Hopefully, uh, oh the Anthony Batulia starts a podcast up. The boys in Thailand right now doing it up. Muay Thai kicking. Hopefully, he starts his podcast. I gave him a gave him a good name. Hopefully, he runs with it. But yeah, let me know what you guys think. Uh, don't forget, go to the Rival Collection. Use GarageCast, uh, discount code GarageCast for 20% off your order. They got new stuff dropping uh, June 2nd. The uh, Rival Active is the official name of the, uh, I guess it will be, uh, not section, but category. Yeah, so they have the regular Rival clothing, and then they'll have uh, Rival Active. Launches June 2nd. Go over there. Get use that discount code, uh, get 20% off. Follow the guys on uh, the Rival Collection on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Check his Instagram out. He's, he usually does uh, free giveaways, so, man, it's, it's always well worth it. Check him out. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm sorry this one's short, but I just realized uh, it's pretty late. Man, I have to work tomorrow. So let me know. Like the Facebook page. Like the Facebook page. <laughs> like the Facebook page. Uh, follow me on uh, Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Do whatever you got to do so you know when the next episode's coming up. Bye. Right.